Welcome go. to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. Tonight we have a interesting episode. We are remote. Mark and I are, are in the same room. We have Mark on the show this week. Say hi to the people. Hi, people. Brendan and Mike are in COVID protocol, so they are at home. Say hi to the people from home. Hello from home. Hello from home. We, we're bringing um, you guys a lot of special episodes week after week. Everything that we do, we just deem special. Yeah, exactly. So it feels grander. All right, follow us on Twitter at the FMP Pod, on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame, and on TikTok at FMP Podcast. All right, welcome to this week's edition of the Friday Night Pre-Game <laughs> Podcast. You guys are just showing. <laughs> so as previously mentioned in the intro, uh, Mike and Brendan are in COVID protocol. So we are doing this episode of remote with a uh, like a video podcasting software, website thing, place, host. And Brendan and Mark are just showing each other pictures of one another on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> so if you hear... A random laugh. <laughs> if you hear a random laugh in the middle of the episode that isn't to anything anyone's saying, it's probably that. <laughs> All right, we're going to jump right in to today's biggest news. This news broke this afternoon. Last week, I had mentioned that the MLB had extended Trevor's Bauer, Trevor Bauer's leave of absence through the 29th. And then today, the 29th, the commissioner's office handed down a two-year suspension why why today today was the last day of current leave so they either had to extend the leave or finally punish him none of the games that he's missed so far count towards this suspension it's a 324 game suspension so effectively two regular seasons i don't see how this doesn't get brought down to it seems very at least one year it's very excessive for a situation where a court, not a, not a court, well, a judge said that he... That he didn't choke out a bitch with her own ponytail? Well, they didn't grant her a restraining order that she requested, and L.A. County prosecutors chose not to bring charges forward towards him, which doesn't mean that he didn't do anything wrong. Like, it does definitely sound like he took things too far, but... I mean, the gist of the whole story, and I don't, this may not be everyone's favorite opinion, but, you know, this seems like the MLB is definitely trying to just do this because the L.A. County Prosecutor's Office couldn't, like, there wasn't enough evidence to bring forward charges, so they couldn't, so the MLB is stepping in and effectively ending the peak of this guy's career for, again, without the charges, these are just accusations. I mean, so on accusations alone, this guy's going to miss basically three years of baseball. Playing devil's advocate, the MLB is a private company, and they can do whatever they want in regards to their brand. So anything that can negatively affect their brand, they're going to do whatever in their best interest to protect that image. So what Trevor Bauer did, even though it wasn't proven criminally, I guarantee if this girl brings him to like civil court, he's going to wind up settling and paying some kind of money. So I can understand where they're coming from. I don't agree with that. They, they're playing like judge, jury, and executioner to this guy's career. 
but I can understand where they're coming from in terms of uh, like an outlook. So I would agree with you, right? If we didn't have a couple of other very stark examples of how the MLB is probably just doing this because of how outspoken Trevor Bauer has been since his leave started and how outspoken he is just in general about the game and how critical he is of the MLB as an organization. So for some context, Marcel Ozuna was arrested for domestic violence and the cops literally came in to his home while he was choking his wife up against a wall and Ozuna's playing. So again, I don't think that it's apples to oranges, but I definitely think they're both fruit. And they both grow on trees. But I definitely think that the MLB is coming down very harsh on Trevor Bauer because of his personality. Oh, yeah. I mean, sorry. What do you think the chances are that he goes and plays in, like, Korea or something like that for a Japan. year? Yeah, Japan. Uh, that was, like, there were rumors of that when people thought there was going to be, like, a half a season lockout. Mm-hmm. That Because it's not in their contract that they can't. But I don't know if that works if he's suspended. Um, I don't know. I know he's appealing. I, I I know that while you're appealing, you can play, but he's still on leave. Like, I don't, and I doubt the Dodgers would be like, yeah, come play while you appeal. Like, while A-Rod appealed his year suspension for steroids, he played. Because are only going to take guys with the word pick in their name? Yeah, because they're their draft picks. Pick it, pick in. Yeah, I think the MLB is in a weird position right now. Because, again, I... <laughs> I don't think that there shouldn't be some type of penalty against him. Like, don't get me wrong. I think he's definitely, uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with what happened. If it was between two consensual people, I don't think the MLB has the right to like say what you can do within the confines of your own bedroom. But I do think that just the way that the situation is played out is a bad look for the MLB. So they do need to punish him in some way to set an example and say like, listen, handle your fucking business in private. Like, don't make us look bad because you can't handle things in your own home. But Jeremy I don't Bauer know. also loves Twitter, so I'm sure that has a factor into it as well. And drones. He cut his hand on a drone a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he loves drones. He does. He's a fan. He's a fan of the fans on drones. So yeah, Trevor Bauer. I mean, it's an interesting situation because it does feel like the MLB is being heavy-handed with him, but... It is kind of an unprecedented situation. I mean, you all, you have guys like Aroldis Chapman who abused his wife and then shot his gun off in his fucking garage and saw barely any penalty. But Yeah, but like Trevor Bauer, like the graphic, graphic, like sexual acts he was doing. I get it. It's different but, levels, I guess. At least to but me. like, again, like, I don't want to get into the, to the legal portion of it, but like there's texts that say like, I want all the pain from her to him. So, like, I mean, he, he brought yeah, the pain. In the words of Brock Lesnar, here comes the pain. There are texts that say she wants him, she wants to be choked out. But yeah. So. She didn't specify that she didn't want anal while she was unconscious. So. I guess get everything in writing. Yeah. If you're going to do wild shit like that and sign $102 million three-year contracts. When, if you're poor, you don't have to get things in writing, though. Concept. We're going to start the show with baseball. Concept. This, this is, is very dark. I'm sorry. This is the this is the big news of the day. This is baseball, baby. 
You want to talk about how the Mets keep getting fucking hit in the head? That's what I was going to go into next. The Mets have been pegged 15 times this year. Yeah. Why? The, Why so much? They're saying because of the baseball change, the change in baseballs. Oh, so just yeah, the Mets. Happy, yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> which is funny. The Phillies pitching rotation has hit the most players of any team. And the Mets have been hit the most of any team, and they're, and they're playing, playing each this other weekend. this weekend. Yeah. Oh, man. Expect yeah, some bench I think players. it's the cold weather, a mix of the new baseball. They're, they're trying those tacky balls in, like, the, um, the minor league, the ones that they use in Japan. Japan is a smaller baseball, slightly, and it has, like, almost like a grip tape on it so that you don't have to worry about, like, doctoring the ball at all. Or oh, there's already a. It's already on there, and everything's uniform. So I would like to see that in the MLB. I think it would be awesome. Now, with that, is there like a increased like ERA with like pitchers, or is there like more home runs, or is it harder to hit the ball since it's a smaller ball? I imagine there's more strikeouts. Yeah, I imagine there's more strikeouts and more a, the better uh, grip on the ball, the more rotations, the more the crazier pitches you could throw. Yeah, the more movement. That's what Cole's biggest thing has been since the removal of Spider Tack. He's not getting the same revolutions on the ball. So they're saying his spin rate's down like 30 revolutions per pitch or some shit like that. So his balls aren't moving as much. <laughs> I, I knew as I was saying it how it sounded. His balls don't move. I think we definitely got to go back to boxers. <laughs> that's that's too breathe. much movement. Yeah, I think we've got a boxer breathe. Some control with some movement. He's playing tidy whitey ball right now. <laughs> playing banana hammock. Ugh. Yeah, the Mets have also had two bench-clearing fights as results of the amount of times they've been pegged. The first one was kind of a nothing burger, but the second one was pretty intense. Uh, Nolan Arenado actually was suspended after that. He gets suspended two games. Yeah. Buck Showalter's mad that uh, that the first base coach fucking clappy something. <laughs> oh, uh, Stubby Clapp. Stubby, Stubby Clapp. Wait, what that's not a real name. Yeah, it's. I, what is this I dude know. doing? Did, did you hear Don Lebrecht's take on? He goes, "If that's, that's still your name, name, you're a loser." That's bullshit. Like, he knocked him off the base. <laughs> He's like, "There's a place you could go and change your name." <laughs> if that's still your name, you're a loser. Michael <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 "Well, I don't I think his first name is Stubby." You're letting people call you Stubby. Mark Watt, look at this. Buck Showalter's pissed that Stubby didn't get a uh, suspension because he yeah. fucking he took Alonzo from the the waist from behind and body slammed him. I loved um, his comment after the game in the press conference. Yeah. He was just like, they were like, "How'd you feel about Aaron doing that?" He's like, uh, "I'm not going to comment on other players, but other team players, but all I have to say is our guys when they got hit, they just went to first base." He said, and our guys got hit in the head first. <laughs> the buck stops here. I'm entranced by what's going on at this Yankee game right now. That's sure. The pitcher stepped off to throw at the guy running from second to third, and the shortstop got the ball in the rundown, chased him down to third. The runner was safe, and it looks like the shortstop kind of pushed him off the bag when he went to tag him. And now the Dodgers skipper, or Royals. Oh, the Royal Skipper. I'm sorry, I'm saying the Dodgers. Uh, the Royal Skipper's out there raising hell. He's bumped into the umpire twice. So he's, tossed. he's like, definitely already been tossed. You can't bump into the umpire. <laughs> yeah, once you do, you're out. Uh, yeah, you get bumped in. You bump into him once. You have to go. Down. Yeah, he's probably like, fuck it, Aaron. I'm already was, tossed. Uh, like Matheny. 
Yeah. What was that baseball game where you used to be able to punch people off the bat? Slugfest. Slugfest. Oh, yeah. That's a so, terrible call. It was like Slugfest. Just knock people off. Look, his left hand is on the bag, and he just knocks him off the base. My favorite part about Slugfest was when you weren't on fire yet, and you were just smoking. Like, you would hit a, hit a ball, you get the first base, and be like, he's eating up, and it would just be like smoke coming off of you. Just smoldering on first yeah, base. I like when you were on fire and someone tried to hit you and you just catch the ball, <laughs> throw it down. Sammy Sosa looks like he's engulfed in smoke constantly these days. Sammy Sosa looks like he's got sprayed with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's... Is that like non I'm guessing it's non-reviewable. Mark, please, I know you wanted to bring this up about the Yankees and I had a good response for it, so... And I told you to wait till we're on the show, so... Uh, Six-game win streak... Eight out of nine. They're playing great. Connor's favorite player is Anthony Rizzo. I fucking hate Anthony Rizzo the most. He has taken the the cake. At, he's he is now my least favorite Yankee. He's taking the cake. Did you know his picture is in the Lindhurst pastry shop? Yes, I did. I'm about to go there and rip it off the wall. <laughs> Why don't you like Anthony Rizzo? I think his grandparents live in Lindhurst. Yeah, he's yeah, still like, like space summers there or something, which is funny. Like, like usually in the summer, you're like up in the mountains if you're staying somewhere. And he's just staying in Lindhurst, New Jersey. Well, because they used to like hang a Cubs flag out of, outside their house, yeah. and like somebody took a picture of them like changing it to a Yankee flag. Tony, fuck Anthony Rizzo. Why don't you like um, Anthony Rizzo? Because he's very good on the Yankees. I liked him when he was on the Cubs. I thought it was awesome. I was like, ah, oh, I really like this guy. I'm rooting for him. Home and then, guy. and now he's just in a Yankee uniform, and he's very good. And he's got a couple home runs on this on the board already for this short season that we're in or right now. And I just don't like him. Talking, talking down, down the pitcher. Yeah, it's a piece of right? shit. Fuck this guy. Little man visit from the first baseman. So Kyle, what's your take? You're, you're hyping take, it up. My take is that they're playing fucking chimney sweeps. How many times they play the Orioles? <laughs> Not yet. They play no, so far. How many times they put the Orioles so far in this win streak that you're talking about? Uh, six times, and they won four of them. Uh, who else they play in this blockbuster uh, run? These, this blockbuster run. They uh, they got a nice uh, series against Detroit. Uh, they're playing Kansas City right now. Do you think Aaron Boone walked in? Said, "Let me get that schedule. I'll make it for you." I think Aaron Boone is a loser, and I think Aaron Boone, <laughs> I think Aaron Boone should be suspended for a year based off of what came out of that letter that was released the other day. All I'm saying is that he's not even the coach, he wasn't even the manager at that time. Okay, uh, Alex Cora was the manager of the Red Sox, and he got suspended for a year. Carlos Grant wasn't even hired yet. He lost yeah. his job. Uh, granted, they were both coaches on the Astros, which is what they got in trouble for. Yeah. But still, that's not my problem. Uh, I like Pookie's response the other day. He's like, uh, they only went, they only won one playoff series in the two years they were doing it. And Mike actually had a very good response. So you're that, bad at cheating. Yeah, yeah. poor execution of cheating is not an excuse. Hey, they were cheating. Yeah. Yeah. To it, okay. But the Astros did the worst. What, what the Yankees did was not that bad. bad. And the Red Sox should have never cheated at all. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the, what the Red Sox did is probably the same thing as the Yankees and the Red Sox probably did the same exact thing. They probably were using the center field camera to uh, pick up signs and then they were waiting for guys to get on second base 
to look at the signs and then relay them to the hitter, which using the camera in center field, they were told to stop doing and everyone stopped doing it. That was why the Yankees and the Red Sox didn't end up getting in trouble. What the Astros did was they used the camera in center field and then told the players in the dugout and the players in the dugout used the garbage can to relay what pitches were coming. Yeah, yeah. An old Astros uniform, yeah. They love cool. the beats banging on a trash can. Banging on a <laughs> trash can. All right. Um, big, 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 big. <laughs> So this was going to kick off the show before the Trevor Bauer news came out today, but the Nets are an absolute joke. The Boston Celtics complete a four-game sweep, and in my personal opinion, this should be the end of the Kyrie KD experiment in Brooklyn. If the Brooklyn Nets have any respect for themselves, they do not re-sign Kyrie, and if KD says that not signing Kyrie is a deal-breaker for him and he wants to force his way out, goodbye. Uh, You'll get a King's Ransom for whoever you trade him for. I know that you'll never get that level of talent back because that level of talent isn't out there. There's only like a handful of guys that are even in KD's realm of talent alive, let alone in the league at the moment. But you cannot let Kyrie hold this team hostage another year, especially with Ben Simmons poised to potentially play for them next year. I don't know. I'd get rid of him too. I don't know. What are you guys thinking? I I I think that well, yes, every game. Joel Embiid. 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 Oh, I thought I spelt it wrong on the thing. No, that he suffered a right orbital fracture. Did he really? Concussion symptoms. I didn't get that. Where are you getting basketball updates from? It just came. Brendan's watching the watching the Grizzlies game. It just came up across ESPN. Oh, I have ESPN uh, muted. I just have Bleacher Report as push notifications. So um, ESPN told me so. It probably happened last week. <laughs> so kind of combining the two points. So is James Harden a fucking genius for getting out of Brooklyn? Yes oh, and wait, no. Uh, NBA. Me and Paul seen uh, that dude jo- Joakim Noah at the Austin airport. I missed really. Him. Yeah. Did you really? That's cool. I was like dying on a table because I couldn't even <laughs> check my bag yet because I was there so early. I'm not paying this like, I was like, that dude's big as hell. And I'm like, oh, that's that NBA player. I was like, I don't know his fucking name. He's a uh, recognizable person. Yeah. Yeah. He's like fucking what, six, seven? Yeah. He was at uh, Florida at the same time as, like, Aaron Hernandez and the Pouncey Brothers and Tebow. That's bad. Yeah. They went back-to-back as national champions the same time that, you know, that that football team was together. It was a good time to be at school there. Jeez. Urban Meyer was there, too, right? Yeah. Just walking around. Everyone's Tebowing. Just fucking getting <laughs> shot at. Getting Everyone's Tebowing, getting kicked in the hamstrings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I j- uh, Mike, what was your point of the uh so James Harden, I mean, he like basically forced his way out of fucking Brooklyn and now he's with the Sixers and they're doing well and Brooklyn's out playing golf. Um the earth flat somewhere. I definitely think that he did the right thing getting out of there. Um I think James Harden is a bigger issue as a whole because James Harden has shown that he'll try to force his way out of any situation that's undesirable and that's not really something you want in a star player of that caliber that gets paid $50 million a year. You don't want a guy that's going to be like 
at the drop of a hat or at the first inconvenience once out of town. But he must have saw the writing on the wall with Kyrie just knowing, like, this guy's in business for himself. Like, the biggest difference is definitely that KD wants to play basketball. And it's, like, the most important thing in the world to him. We've seen that everything else is more important to Kyrie Irving than playing basketball. Whether it's vaccine-related, social justice-related, where last year he, like, just stopped playing at some point because he's like, with everything that's going on in the world, I just can't play basketball. See, I don't agree with your point that nothing's more important than basketball to KD because that man loves Twitter. <laughs> well, he could do both. <laughs> do you see his, him go back and forth with uh, with Chuck from the TNT? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because Charles Barkley said that uh, the he doesn't want to hear. Helmet. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear anything from a guy who is a bus passenger on a championship team. He only wants to hear from bus drivers, and uh, he made a comment about Charles Barkley being neither because he never won a championship. So he's right, but Katie. Jack was like talking about my brother. Can't do it anymore. He can't be talking like this. Like so serious. It's like. It's a comment you made. Relax. Not even that. It's 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 a fair comment because I mean, look, the Warriors teams that KD has his rings with were Steph's teams. Were always going to be Steph's teams. Steph, until he decides to leave Golden State, it's his fucking team. And when he retires, if he wants to be the head coach, they will fire Steve Kerr that day and let him be the head coach. That is Steph's team. He brought them out of obscurity. With that said, KD was the best player on that team while he was there. So you could be the best and not be the captain. Yeah, but would you say that the captain's the bus driver or would you say the best is the bus driver? Because the best is what got you where you where you're going. I don't know. Uh, maybe the captain's the bus driver. I don't know. I'm the it, captain. I'm the, what if he looked at Steph Curry and said, I am the captain now? No, I was gonna make that joke. Oh yeah, beat you to it. But, yeah, but no one can look at you because your camera's off. Fair enough. <laughs> Mike, are you, you still fucking behind me? <laughs> <laughs> I actually turned around to look. I'm in that window, Mark. I'm, I'm peering through at you. Imagine. It's, I, a, guy, it's a guy with the, uh, the poopy one. Oh, motherfucker. So we think we found the guy who's who yelled at me about the lawn. You really? Um, yeah, we saw a guy walk. We saw a guy walk into Ralph's Pizzeria with his own thermal pizza bag. Um, and I know that they don't deliver, so that guy brought his own bag. It's not like he was a delivery guy. Um, and then we're like, the guy that yells about lawns at six forty-five in the morning is definitely the kind of guy that brings his own bag to keep the pizza warm on his eight-second walk back to his house. Keep it warm myself. <laughs> These motherfuckers. What a fucking loser. This guy loves pizza. <laughs> I love being a dick. <laughs> Good, that's what he gets for yelling at me. <laughs> I hope and that it doesn't work and he gets cold pizza. I hope they someone oh, we're assuming it's Yeah, way. yeah. <laughs> I hope someone shits on his pizza. It's like cursing this poor guy's pizza. It's not even him. Yeah, if it's not that guy, I feel bad because he definitely had a limp. So, <laughs> if we're just making fun of some guy with a limp that <laughs> likes warm pizza and didn't yell at me about my dog pooping on his lawn, what about our bad. What about a guy with a slow walk who just likes it warm? <laughs> That's my favorite kind. 
<laughs> Two slices of pepperoni, just warm. <laughs> R.I.P. He was holding up Town Auto. <laughs> Single-handedly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devin Booker returns one week after his injury. He was originally slated to be out in the two to three week range with a hamstring. He returned yesterday and helped the Suns beat the Pelicans, and they're advancing to the next round. The Warriors and the Bucks both advance to the next round this week with four one wins in their series. Uh, the Bucks and the Celtics tip off Sunday at one o'clock for the first game of the next round. Um, haven't checked the schedule. The Sixers absolutely crushed the Raptors in Game Six last night after a terrible showing in Game Five. As we've just heard from Brendan, uh, Embiid has an orbital bone fracture now, yeah. out indefinitely with orbital fracture. That's insane. Mild concussion symptoms. What happened? And suffered a right orbital fracture and mild concussion on Thursday night's game six win over the. Embiid was hit in the face by an inadvertent Siakam elbow late in the Sixers series clinching blowout win. That sucks. No offense, I would not have had him on the floor uh, because I did check into that game at one point and there was like 10 minutes left and they were up by like 25. I would not have had Embiid on the floor if they were if we were winning by that level like by that much of a margin at that point in the game so that's kind of on them that sucks though that really 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 sucks it's just wearing that face guard in a game or two yeah as long as he can open his eye with three minutes with four minutes left in the game and they were up by over 20 points when it happened ridiculous that he was even in the game when it happened the Mavericks win last night to clinch a series against the Jazz in what had to have been the most... Can you guys tell me anything that happened in any of that series? I haven't watched any co- any of uh, the playoffs, so I Wait, can't say anything. About? Exactly, Mark. That's how I feel. What I were feel we talking about? about? The playoffs in general. Really? I don't care. Yeah, I, don't, I have no... Nothing. Nothing on it. Not doing it for you? Yeah, I just... Once the Knicks started playing... Poorly, it was just like, okay, I don't care about this sport enough anymore to follow it without them. Like, if it was the Yankees were bad, I would still follow baseball. Yeah. You know, the Giants are terrible. I still follow football, but I don't know. Basketball, it just doesn't do it for me anymore. Well, especially because, like, there's nothing else, I guess, to root for. Like, if you don't love the sport as a whole that much and your team's out, like, you love football and you love baseball. Like, so there's things like, there's storyline stuff that you would still like to see happen, I guess. Like, whatever underdog team would make the playoffs, you'd be like, oh, I'd really like to see them make a run, shit like yeah, that. Even, like, the EPL. Like, Man U's pretty bad. They're good. And I follow that more than I follow the NBA. Mm. You know, like, I think it's just a sport. Yeah. Like, it's not that entertaining anymore to me. I mean, I'm a lot of people disagree, but there's, I don't know. It sounds like get off my lawn, but it's like there's no defense at all. <laughs> At all. Like, it's very get off my lawn. Yeah, it is. But it's, it's just... The Knicks have been bad for 15 years. Longer, right? I was going to say, the Knicks have been bad for... Yeah. Since the 90s. Yeah. Since, since I, I started, started watching, watching the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. In 99. Yeah. When Jordan retired. The first time. The second. The second. Not, Not the, the fourth, fourth retirement. retirement. The, the second retirement. And then the third one was when he was on the Wizards. Post-Wizards. 
That's the one I was thinking of. So just to wrap up basketball, the uh, the Grizzlies and the Minnesota Timberwolves are playing a game six tonight. If the Grizzlies win, they will advance. If the Minnesota Timberwolves win, they will play a game seven on Sunday at 3.30 p.m. Monday, you have the Sixers-Miami Heat tipping off their series for the Eastern Conference semifinals. And then you have the Mavericks playing the Phoenix Suns in the Western Conference semifinals. So, and then as I previously mentioned, you have Boston, Milwaukee. So Golden State awaits the winner of Memphis, Minnesota. So we'll see how that plays out tonight and possibly Sunday afternoon. That's it for basketball right now. We're going to jump in to the NFL draft. Big, 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 big things happened in the NFL draft. And they all happened after the first 10 picks. So, okay, there's Giants fans on the show right now. The First and foremost, uh, you guys picked f- uh, five and seven, correct? That was oh, atrocious. Yeah. I was watching yes. Glaber drop a pile. Yeah, Glaber right, Glaber is yes. bad at, at infield. It's bad. He's bad. General. Yeah. Um, as the Giants fans on the show, Mike and Mark, how do you feel about your two picks in the top? It feels like this is the first time I know what a competent organization is. Feels like draft like yeah, dude. Because like draft had, like yeah. Even when we had Jerry Reese, the Giants were always bad at drafting. Like I can't remember the last time we had like an All Star draft, and these two picks, both of these guys were number one prospects at certain times in the year. The last time to we get, picked anyone of note in the first round really was like Odell. And then before that, yeah, Prince, Prince Mukamara, and that was in 2011. Yeah, like he didn't really pan like out well. I know, but he was like serviceable, and I think we resigned him. And then he left, and it was the right pick at the time. Like there's there were there's... people saying like they shouldn't have done that. Yeah, yeah, they made the right pick. It just didn't pan out. Like he just didn't become an all-time great giant. He just was like an okay player, and then moved on from the team. It wasn't like, you know, like the Flowers pick. I don't think we or like signed any of our draft picks in like the Ingram pick. Five years? Yeah. Like some of the Six some of the Giants picture, like they really thought they were getting a steal and they just picked guys that aren't even on the Daniel Jones pick. Well, just guys that aren't even pick. on yeah, just guys that aren't even on other teams' first round radar. And the Giants are like you know, we're going to take, we're going to use the second overall pick. Well, when he's your best pick in the last, like, I don't know, five years. Oh, Daniel uh, Jones? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because the Saquon pick wasn't bad, but it was at two. Like, so that makes it a bad pick. I like what they did. I just want to see how it plays out. I mean, a little superstition. Is the, so, like, I don't want to talk, talk about, about it. Yet. Is the Saquon pick really that bad, though? Yes. Because it was at two. Like, if you got Saquon at six. 15. I think at six, it's even better. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he lasts to 15, but, like, if you got him at six, it's better than getting him at two. It's just the thing. He was hurt, and then he's not, hurt, what, he's not, he's like, not like, he's not like, I don't know. I just uh, love Brandon Jacobs. Jacobs and, like, Amon Bradshaw. They were great, and they ran downhill. And they, yeah, the and earth, like, wind, and fire. Yeah, he doesn't. He does. He's not a guy that is gonna drive the ball drive between the, ball the tackles. Between the tackles. You, know, you know, he needs giant holes to get through, and then he's gonna make something happen once he gets in the open field. field. So actually, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna 
just go in order with these. Jacksonville takes Trayvon Walker, defensive end from Georgia, with no, with the number one pick. 272-pound pass rusher. Guy runs a fucking 40-yard dash in 4.5 seconds. I mean, that's a no-brainer at number one. Detroit Lions take a defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson. Again, another team that needs another team that needs a lot of things. So uh, don't look for them to be significantly better just based off of one pick. A pick that at number three that left a lot of people confused was uh, the Houston Texans took Derek Stingley Jr., who's potentially the best cornerback in the draft. Jets argue that Ahmad Sauce Gardner is the best cornerback in the draft. I lean towards Sauce being the best cornerback in the draft. But Houston picking a cornerback just seems kind of weird. Like, considering, yeah, they like. I get it. They need good football players on their team, like, and he's one of those things. But like, this is a team that just doesn't have anything else in any other positions. Like, they're not in a in a position to to win football games. So I guess maybe this will pan out long-term like maybe they're thinking four years down the line he can contribute to a team that is in a better position but uh, who's slated to be the Texans starting quarterback at this moment um Mills Mills. yeah yeah Yeah. that's that's where they're at right now honestly I was gonna say Brandon Chubb (laughs) (laughs) who's that go back 10 years Matt Chubb Uh, the comedian yeah yeah That's how much of a joke they are, right? <laughs> I was thinking, I read his name on a, he was on Joe Rogan this week, and I was reading the uh, the guests from earlier today. Uh, ignore me. <laughs> um, no, I, to. I only lead the... I thought you were going to say Brock Osweiler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any anyone that you name that was an ex-quarterback. David Carr? Yeah, David Carr. He's the, he Things, was like their original guy, right? But on... Uh, on... Yeah, he was, and then they ruined him because they had no offensive line. Arian Foster. Again, you just got to beat the shit constantly. Arian Foster. I just saw a, uh, it was uh, like a a video clip of him getting yelled at by like his teammates because ESPN put out an art, uh, a commercial for the draft. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like it was like draft what you need, and it's. It Derek says, what Carr. does your team need? And yeah, he goes up is, to the line, and there's no offensive line. Yeah, so he goes into like the fucking the team. Yeah, the locker room the next day. He goes into the the building, and they're like, "Dude, why would you film that commercial?" He's like, "I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about." They just edited out the offensive line. He snapped <laughs> back by himself. Because when I filmed it, you guys were there. <laughs> so we're in that game. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Because I didn't know they were going to do that. So as I mentioned, the Jets take Amar Gardner, a cornerback at number four overall. This guy has played over a thousand snaps as the lead uh, defender in college and has let up zero touchdowns. That's insane. Yeah, that's super. That's fucking crazy. That's an insane stat. I mean, it's not going to be something that carries over, obviously. Like, but I mean. You think about it, it it's got he's got to have some level of pressure on him already like how many teams can you name off the top of your head where like a cornerback is in the top 5 of like the greatest players that that team's ever had right like 
You have to say Darrell Revis is top five, possibly even like the second best player the Jets have ever had behind possibly Joe Namath. Like who else can you think would be like Mark Gastineau, Vinny Testaverde? Do you think Vinny Testaverde is better than Darrell Revis? Wayne Corbett. <laughs> Nick Foles. The Brickashaw Ferguson. <laughs> well, he was actually good, though. You're laughing, huh? I'm just laughing at it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Brandon Schaub. <laughs> Brandon Schaub. That was the cook on our boat in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, it's a great pick from the Jets. Next, the Giants take Kayvon. Thibodeau. I don't believe that's how it's said. No, it is. I saw you struggling. It's Thank you. Very, the wheels were turning. It's very Cajun. <laughs> He's a Cajun. He's raging. Cajun. He's raging. So you know my thoughts on Gumbo. It's a great pick. 19 sacks oh. over oh. three seasons. The only concern is that he uh, has potential issues as far as uh, commitment. He had an injury last year. And chose not to come. Oh, no, he did end up he coming back, back and play. He did end up coming back to play from that injury, which he could but, have very uh, easily just said, "No, I'm not messing up my draft stock anymore." So that's kind of contradictory to them saying, "Oh, he doesn't really care about football." No, I know. I'm just saying a lot of a lot of the noise coming out of this draft was that there's question marks about character. I don't know if it's character or if it's about like just ethic, like work ethic. My running um, theory is that he is really big into his his brand. So I think that was a little bit of like pre-draft posturing to lower his draft stock so he didn't have to go to some place like Jacksonville or mm. Detroit where he can be in a big money market like New York where there's media attention out the ass. So he's like yeah. 40 chess. Yeah. You've seen, you've seen Larry I mean, Hunsel turned his, his uh, bong pick into an NFT? Yeah, yeah that's dope. How much has changed in six years? Oh, yeah, yeah, dude, these guys are coming yeah. out of school with like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Of the country now. Well, not even that. Yeah, yeah. What Mark's saying is like the weed thing, like where that was. Look at like the, the fucking chain sauce hat on. Well, there's a yeah. lot of got. There's there's people that will float you money, like yeah. knowing that. There's there's people that will float you money knowing that you're going to be a high draft pick, like as a loan. He's wearing fake diamonds, is that what you're saying? No, 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 no. I'm saying oh, like area con. Don't talk shit. No, I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if someone gave him like a million dollar loan, like so he has money in his pocket, or if he had made some money off of name and likeness stuff. Uh, if he's probably got some type of endorsement already, like hey, you're gonna go in the top ten on draft night. Yeah, uh, I just saw a guy in in the second round get drafted. And he had his own logo, and him and his entire family were all rocking like his own gear and own logo. Like these guys are, are marketing themselves mm-hmm. from the time they're fucking freshmen. Oh yeah, definitely. I do definitely agree with you about how he looks at himself as a brand. Like just even the way he stepped on the stage, like the uh, his interaction with Goodell, he seemed very like on. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, he's he's very composed though. He was very like um, confident and composed in his uh, post draft interview too. When he like gave a shout out to Michael Strahan, which I really liked because they were talking about uh, like uh, LT. They're like, "Oh, you're going to be a, a defensive player in the the footsteps of LT." And he's like, "Don't forget about Magic Mike. 
I think he said, or he said Money Mike. He's like, don't forget I'm a Michael Strahan. So I like that he called him out. <laughs> Magic <laughs> Mike. No, I think it's Money Mike. I think he said Money Mike. Don't forget about my favorite. <laughs> Third one's in production right now, guys. They're like, I didn't. All right. Uh, what do you have to say about the Giants? He's like, I love Jimmy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my only other thought that I had on uh, Thibodeau is uh, how crazy has that got to be, like playing in Oregon for the last three years and then moving across the country to play in New York? Not even where you're playing, but just like where you live. You lived in Oregon. Like, what's what's good in Oregon? Like, besides coffee shops and used bookstores? Weed's legal there. And it's illegal everywhere. The I'm just pro- saying, like, protests. lumberjacks. The protests are good. Yeah. There's areas that are not governed by the state because they don't want to go in and get... You know, that's not where they throw the fish, right? That's Seattle. That's Seattle? I heard they got good bonzini. <laughs> But no, like you just go from living in Oregon to living in like a cultural epicenter like New York. That's got to be a major cultural shock. Nashville throws the catfish. Brendan, do you remember that? What? They also talking about the Bonzini? No. <laughs> we went to this place. It was called the Punch Bowl. And it had like all activities to do. It was like ping pong. I have, I have a bunch of charges from there. <laughs> you guys are playing. So, so no, there was a game called Bonzini. And I was like, what's that? Brendan's like, it sounds like a fish. And then we walked over. <laughs> we walked over to the girl at work there, and he's like, "What's Bonzini?" And she's like, "Oh, it's like this game. It's like a French game. I don't know. So you do this or some shit." And Brendan's like, "I want it out in fifteen minutes." And then he, the girl walks by, and he's like, "You're working on that Bonzini back there?" <laughs> I was acting a fool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> You had a pail of guacamole. I remember that. I threw up soon after that. Do you remember asking for a sponge bag? <laughs> I forgot Wait, about that. You, you asked, asked the, the guy, guy at top off for a sponge bag. <laughs> you're peeling off Carrie's face from your neck. And you're oh, like, I need, a, I need a sponge bag. Can you give me one? He started to laugh, and he was like, yo, we don't do that. <laughs> His name tag is Christine. I know Dan and Kev Plaza work there. Oh, my God, dude. There's evidence of that. The Carolina Panthers took an offensive tackle. Um, <laughs> the Panthers, again, another team that has bigger situation. Uh, Bigger needs, I don't completely get why they went offensive tackle, but if he's the best player on the board, he's the best player on the board. Uh, Then we go back to the New York Giants, who take Evan Neal, offensive lineman from Alabama. Love it again. Absolutely love it. Awesome pick. You just got to hope he's not Uh, too big for his own good. Yeah. Yeah. He's like six, seven and a fucking half. Yeah, you were saying yesterday that he uh, he's a literal giant. Alejandro Villanueva was six seven, and he was too big for his own good. Like guys that were too fast are getting past him. Yeah, he's uh, the only that the only thing that's good out. is is that he's going to be on the right hand side of the line, so it'll be good for hopefully opening up some big holes for Saquon. Yeah, the draft is always so funny because like I don't watch college football, and then it comes around, and I'm like, oh, it's a pick. 
Um, I I do the same thing. I don't really watch college football. I recognize some of the names from like the uh, the bowl games and like the playoff at the end, and just the names that get a lot of recognition. But I do like when a team drafts like what their needs are. So like I don't give a fuck who it is, but I feel like if they agree with me, if my team agrees with me on like what our needs are, that's enough for me. Like you tried to do the right thing, in my opinion. Like when the Dolphins try to draft offensive linemen, I'm always like, good idea. Like we never have good ones, so let's try to get some. Dude, if the Giants only took offensive linemen in this draft, I would have been happy. I'm serious. Same, hundred percent. Yeah, like they could have taken one every pick. Yeah, I would have been like, okay, good. Because outside of quarterbacks and like a handful of studs, like that's where you get these guys. Like, there's no. There's not really offensive linemen that are like on the market ever. They don't hit the open market. Yeah, because if there's a guy that's good enough to make the money, like to be paid, teams will not give them up. Yeah. Look at Bakhtiari. Yeah. I mean, look at the Cowboys for that stretch of time where they had the best offensive line in football. That five or so year stretch, like yeah, and then you look at their draft pick, who's going to attribute to the most holding penalties on a team, and <laughs> penalties of a line, and then get it, then get suspended at some point in the future, and then end up hurt, and then they'll be like, Dak would have been better, but all his the draft picks that they got him were 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 injured. We couldn't afford him anything because we paid him everything. The Atlanta Falcons take a wide receiver because. They're just going to have the best skilled players, but like, who's throwing them the ball? Ridley suspended and Russell Gage signed with the Bucks. So right now you have Drake London, who's the best wide receiver in this draft. You know, Drake consensus London sounds like a fucking DJ. Like I feel like I'm going to hear Drake London on the track. Drake London, fly, fly, fly. Um, sorry, but uh, 88 receptions. Thousand yards, seven touchdowns, and just eight games last season. It's pretty solid numbers for USC. But uh, I just think that between Pitts and London, yeah, you have great weapons. But like, who's their quarterback again? Like, Matt Ryan's not there anymore. Like, who's your quarterback? Yeah. Is a hot dog? Felipe <laughs> <Willie Bay> Franks. <laughs> yeah, is it fucking? Maybe they're gonna go after. Is Will? I think Malik Willis is still on the board. Matt Schaub also played there. Mm, you mean Brandon Schaub? Giants pick is in. Whoa! Are you on the? Are they on the third round? Yeah. Yes. Oh, the, the Yankee came back. Up. The Dolphins had a pick in the third round. <laughs> it's a start, It's the top of the third round. I think the Giants were like the third or fourth pick in the third round. Yeah, the Dolphins didn't have a pick until the third round, which I'm fine with. Like, I I was excited to watch all of this and see how it all played out, knowing full well that my early picks went to getting Tyreek Hill, which is a steal, in my opinion, still. Mark, to uh, go off of what you just said, the Giants just drafted a guard, Joshua Izedu from North Carolina. Oh, dude, I watched every single one of his games. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I okay, took you serious for a second. I know you did. <laughs> I'm going to check um, Reddit to see how I'm, uh, how I'm supposed to feel. Did you ever watch that MLB beginning? No. It's like red zone. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's good if you have fantasy. So when the Seahawks take offensive lineman uh, Charles Cross at nine, which again, another another good player, but like this is a team that's basically in full rebuild right now. 
even though Pete Carroll's saying they're not in full rebuild, but you traded away Russell Wilson. You have, again, kind of like the Texans, you're, you're drafting for your future. Like, you don't think that this year or next year is going to be a productive situation for these guys. You're just gearing up for when you have the players in a few years. Uh, but after that, we have the Jets' second pick of the first round at 10. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State. I really thought they were going to trade this pick. And I was kind of let down that they didn't. I really thought we were going to see Debo end up with the Jets. And I'm glad that we he's not, because the Dolphins are in the Jets division, and I don't want to play Debo Samuel twice a year. But I really did feel let down. <laughs> did you see that both the Jets and another team inquired about Debo, and they just didn't want to move him? Yeah. I can't imagine that they do want to move him. I mean... Like, what can you really get back that's worth it? Comparable to what he is. Like, because here's the thing, right? The Niners have the leverage because, yeah, he has the ability to play, but that's only going to hold up for this offseason. If he chooses to sit out, it hurts his free market stock. We saw what happened to, to top level guys that sat out a year and came back. We saw it with, uh, um, Le'Veon Bell, like when he was with the Steelers, he had said, I'm going to sit out and he sat out and then he was never the same guy again after that. I have a question. Uh, so do you think, because Debo said he doesn't want to do both. He doesn't want to be a rusher and a receiver. So do you think that brings his stock down at all? No, because I am of the mindset that once he gets paid, he'll be fine with whatever his role is. I think I, he's just saying that. I think he's just saying it because doing both raises the risk of him getting injured because he gets touched more as a running back. Touches. Touchies. Touchies. Get some touchies. But I think he, I think the, the thing with that is once he has a lot of money guaranteed, he doesn't have to worry about, you know, his body being the money maker, like, cause he has, he's made the money now. Like if the body breaks down and he's not worth what he's worth two years from now, when he's on the free market, yeah, he's not going to cash in at where his value is at its peak right now. If he can cash in on that right now, I think it's going to change his opinion on how he's used. I also think that there's more to it in San Francisco. I think that Jimmy G's clearly not the guy, and they don't know if they're ready to make Trey Lance the starter. like, Or they've decided that they're going to make Trey Lance the starter, but they still don't feel like 100% all in on it. So. He might be like, I don't want to be around for this whatever indifferent, no one knows what's going on situation. Send me somewhere where I can go, you know, be competitive with a team that knows the direction that it's going in. Yeah, but I'm, I don't know. The Niners have been in it past couple of years, right? I mean, where do you want to be? Well, because their run game was really, really good and their defense was good. And they were good enough with his ability this past year for Jimmy G to be a passenger on. So you're saying he's Charles Barkley? I think he's Charles Barkley. Chuck, as he's known. Chuck. Hi, Chuck. So that was the 10th pick. After that, things got a little crazy. I don't really care about the picks outside of the Steelers took Kenny Pickett at 20. He was the only quarterback taken up till this point still, correct? Yeah. No one's taken a quarterback still, and we are currently in the third round. Brendan, what's your opinion on Kenny Pickett, 20 overall? Personally, I wanted them to go after Willis because I didn't really 
Kenny Pickett has to wear two gloves. I don't like the two glove aspect. Oh. Like needing to wear two gloves all year long because your hands are too small to grip the ball. But yeah. Obviously, Tomlin and Colbert seen something in him over Willis. And I mean, they've been drafting these teams for the past fucking 15 years. So I'm going to go with their judgment. They clearly seen something in the kid that he played in their backyard. So I'll go I with, I'll trust say, the process. I feel like he knows where the bathrooms are, right? If yeah. he goes somewhere, not Pittsburgh, basically, you know, but he's going to the Jaguars or the Jets or something like that. Or the tight, uh, the, the, uh, the Texans. Yeah, like he's not going to work out. I have faith that he's, he's going to be relevant. I think you know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's going to a good organization that's going yeah. to learn. That no, that's going to even if Trubisky's not the guy moving forward, they're going to commit to Trubisky for a year or two and wait for Pickett to be ready. They're not. This is not an organization that'll cave to the pressure of Start. Trubisky six games in and looks like we got to play him. We yeah. got to put Pickett in. Like they're no, they're going to go and they're going to wait for this kid to actually be ready. So I think, you know, Steelers fans have that. Unless he is ready. I don't know. Well, I was going to say, I th- I feel like Steelers fans have the peace of mind that, like, when you finally see Pickett, it's it, w- it won't be because of outside pressure. Yeah. Because of someone else's performance, it will be because Tom. Tomlin and the higher-ups at that team know and feel that this guy's ready. Well, it's like with Roethlisberger. Like, if he goes somewhere else, I don't know if he's what if he, he wants to be, yeah. what he was. He has the career he did. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same type of deal. I mean, I don't know. Imagine Bob, like, Robert Sturgeon went to the Jets. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, that's, I think that they've seen something in that kid that they could develop and they want to. So and I'm all for that. And Roethlisberger even, like, the success that he had early on, his career definitely lended itself to, like, how he was able to have success throughout his career. Like, there's something to, like, learning how to win and be in big situations early that definitely molds you into the player that you are long-term. Whereas guys that get thrown into these situations where they're on two-win teams for three years... You never really learn how to be a part of a winning culture and winning organization. So, again, I think Pickett is in a good position. We're going to jump back up a little bit because this is where things got a little wild. If you were watching live, I was watching live. I know Mike was watching live. Brendan, were you? I know you were quite sick yesterday. I actually turned it off after the 10th pick. Did you really? Yeah. You missed all the excitement? Yeah, once the Giants picks were done, I was like, I'm over this. I'm going to watch Marvel stuff. (laughs) You could feel the COVID kicking in. Yeah. I didn't want to. Exactly. All. all right. So the Saints traded with the Commanders to move up to 11. The Lions, the Lions traded up from 32 to 12. The Eagles move up to 13 from 15. Kansas City trades up to 21. The Bills trade up to 23. The Ravens trade Hollywood Brown. Did you and the hundredth overall pick? They treated Hollywood Brown, and he flew out to Arizona and attended the draft party in Arizona. Yeah, in Arizona, and no one told no Lamar one told Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar yeah, Jackson tweeted, "What the fuck? Yeah. He was at the draft. That's bad on Hollywood Brown. That's a Hollywood Brown move. Marquise well, Brown, Marquise Brown would not do that. Hollywood Brown would do that. 
Apparently, yeah, Hollywood Brown came out and said that like he had multiple conversations with Lamar Jackson that he's leaving, that yeah, he wants remember, to be traded. Remember his family tree. So. I don't know, dude. The the Ravens just hate wide receivers. That's 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 got to be it. I mean, the Ravens got a good pick. They got that safety from uh from Notre Dame. Yeah. So who's uh, their top? That kid's gonna be uh, that kid's gonna be something special to watch. I think oh, their no, top they got, receiver. They got that rookie last year. year. That he like only played half the season. What was his name? Dennis Pitta? No. <laughs> He's a fucking tight end. <laughs> Mark Andrews, basically. Yeah. I don't know. But Mark Andrews has Shad bad hit. Shad Perriman. Oh, uh, and then, so then the Eagles trade the 18th pick to the Titans and in return for A.J. Brown. And then... They gave him a hell of an extension, too. They gave him a four-year, $100 million extension with $57 million guaranteed. So let me just set the scene for you. It's I wonder, about... I wonder if he has a, a clause in his contract where he can't eat Chipotle. <laughs> he is notorious for bubble guts. That's why they didn't... That's why he didn't... Going to that, the fucking liquid cheese capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're like, every time you go, you have to say without. Do you feel like... So I have two, a couple different thoughts on this. At number one... Do you think that the Eagles are close enough to where the, this trade and paying him this money makes sense? No, because Jalen Hurts is still throwing the ball. Yeah, right? I love it as a Giants fan. Well, yeah, as a Giants fan, I'm certain you enjoy it. It's just, like, as an, as an outsider of it, like, looking in, like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. It. Why they did that in a draft that's so wide receiver heavy. Yeah, you could have just got – you didn't have to pay that much. Yeah, you could have got a guy that you don't have to pay for four years. Granted, look, it, it makes sense to get star players when you can get star players. A.J. Brown is worth the 18th pick overall, Is he? in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, healthy. A healthy for an entire season, I think he's worth it. For $100 million with 57 guaranteed, I don't know. It seems like a team that has cap room and was like, we got to – Make a splash. Like, if Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy, I think that goes to the same thing that we talk about with the Jets trying to get Debo, though, right? Like, we have to give our young quarterback an established wide receiver. Yeah, but Hurts sucks. Doesn't matter. Tannehill wasn't much better, but they also don't have a running back to open up the passing lanes like fucking Derrick Henry. So I can't see them being that, him being that good, Philly. That's why I love the deal. Same it's Giants fan. Really yeah, it's, it's a lot of money. It's definitely going to be interesting to see because, again, I don't know where I, I don't know where I, like how I feel about it. Even I don't, I, I don't even know how to feel about the Eagles. Like even as a whole, like are they good? Are they bad? They made the playoffs last year. Well, you're the and most they kind of and they out of all of us. So well, that's what I'm saying. I'm being. I think I'm being fair with saying, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, they made the playoffs last year, and they honestly almost beat the Bucks. Like, Well, the Bucks are on the outs. But they must feel like they're close if they're spending this money. But it just reeks of, like, when, I'm sure Mike remembers, when Gettleman had all that money to spend. And it was like, oh, we have money. Let's get these players. And it was like, what are we doing? Yeah. yeah. Like, That's how he signed Dave fucking, or Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Yeah, the Giants have the most expensive wide receiver room in the league. More yeah, like Olivier like Vernon, like Jack Rabbit. Jenkins. Oh my God! Yeah, list them off, Mike. Oh, Rizzo struck out. Con, are you happy now? <laughs> that was your guy, fucking Vernon Con. That's no, not gang. my guy. Yeah, he was a he was a dolphin. That's not my guy. 
That's your business. Another another uh, perfect example of you're allowed to go change your name. Oh shit, Olivia. Yeah, yes. Third woman accuses Dodgers Trevor Bauer of sexual assault and says she's willing to testify in appeal and hearing. There you go. That's five. That's two years. Mm, the MLB must have known that already. Then. Yeah, it's gonna be longer. It's not gonna be longer. Oh, he gone. But I, I just don't see if he comes back. Then, like, is anyone gonna be willing to, to even play by air quotes play ball with him in two no. years? Especially like, I mean, he's always been kind of like an ass persona non grata. Yeah, like I mean, everybody threw the ball over the center field fence. Yeah, well, that's what Randy said last week. If you guys had listened to the episode, so I know you guys don't. Um. Randy said the last time, when was the last time you saw Trevor Bauer throw a ball? I know the last time I saw him throw one, it was to center field. <laughs> um, I don't know. Also, yeah, same. I know you guys didn't listen to last week's episode, but I would like to reiterate that Braxton Barrios had more touchdowns last year than all of the Giants wide receivers put together. Cool. Just Thanks, no problem. You know, uh, Tony Rizzo leads the league in home runs. I don't know who Tony is. Tony Rizzo. <laughs> it's making me madder that he's calling him Tony. Where are you? He's my guy. Tony Rizzo. I'll call, I don't call him Tony. I call him Tony. Tony Rizzo. Big Tony hey, Rizzo. Only in conversation. Like, hey, hey, Tony Rizzo. So that's everything I have on the draft. Do you guys have any more thoughts on this AJ Brown situation? Like, I feel like... As this, like, Greeny makes the announcement at, like, f- that Schefter broke the news. And, like, I can't remember the last time that big of a trade has happened, like, in the middle of the draft. Well, it's funny is I'm in a group chat with my brother, who's a Titans fan, mm-hmm. and my uncle, he's a Giants fan. We were texting throughout the draft, and he texted a screenshot of the Schefter tweet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Uncle John got duped. This is uh, <laughs> this is it was a parody account. <laughs> and then I looked and I was like, oh, no, he was right. And Dylan, I was like, what? Um, what, what is Dylan's opinion on this? He said, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they drafted a quarterback. So they drafted a wide receiver right after with that pick. My favorite part about it is, uh, hold on, that was with 18, right? Well, my uncle tried to make him feel better. But they got a receiver. And Dylan's like, I just bought his jersey. (laughs) (laughs) See what credit card to use. Some credit card companies will let you do exchanges if your players. Yeah, some credit card companies will let you do. uh... Oh, man. Whoever just announced the Colts pick just fucking busted ass on the stage. That's hilarious. (laughs) What about the guy that picked up Goodell? Did you see that? What about the What about the Make a Wish kid that announced the Giants' first pick and he was yelling the whole time? I was super confused. I was like, "This guy is so hype!" And then he was. They said he was Make a Wish kid. Heart fucking heart transplant. The the week is the NFL this week. Why the No Fun League? I'll tell you why. Oh, I'll tell you when we get there. Okay, that's a teaser. No, so the Titans take. So the Titans take Traylon Burks, wide receiver from. Arkansas, and the funniest part about it is, last night they were doing uh, player comparisons for the drafted player with players that are in the league. The Titans trade A.J. Brown, and then pick this player, and his player comparison for player in the league was A.J. Brown. Nice. So, like, so they traded A.J. Brown for a guy who's basically A.J. Brown, just younger. 
which like I look if you're the Titans, it's not a bad idea, right? Because Tannehill's not the guy moving forward. Like like long long term, Tannehill's not the guy. You're gonna have to figure out what to do with Derrick Henry. You're gonna have to try to trade him for value because by the time you rebuild, he's not gonna be a fraction of what he is or was for the past couple of years. I don't think he's gonna be anything anyway. Yeah, but we said that at the beginning of last year too, and he was a fucking monster until he got hurt. Yeah, well, now he's coming off an injury again. So I'm just saying, like, it's starting to. It makes sense that the Titans are looking to move on from some of their bigger money guys, but it felt very out of left field because the Titans GM was on record saying when the uh, the AJ Brown trade rumor started swirling that that wasn't the case that they had no intention of trading him and draft night you know blockbuster biggest trade of the night they end up trading him which again like i said i can't even think of the last time there was that level of a trade i thought hollywood brown getting traded was going to be the biggest trade of the night and then 10 minutes later this happened so anyone want to play a game guess how many viewers the nfl draft got last night across all three channels that it was on abc espn and the nfl network um are we going high or low what do you mean is it a, is it like is it more than the NBA playoffs? Probably, it's more than most World Series games. Oh, okay. wow. that's what I was getting oh, at. So it's hot. I, yeah, I didn't yeah, know if you were going like a crazy a lot. number. Or it, was like, it wasn't that big of a number. Oh no, it's a lot. I'm gonna say the Super Bowl is what usually like 24 million or something like that. I'm gonna say no, like, the Super Bowl is like way more than that, but that's it's not Super, Super Bowl, Bowl numbers. Like, 50 million. Yeah, the Super uh, Super Bowl is like 50 million people worldwide, right? I'm going to say... How many, people watch the, what are you saying? how many people watch the draft? I'm going to say 12-5. We're guessing. <laughs> I'm not asking... I knew the answer. That was my guess. You listened to the K show today? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I said 12-5. <laughs> I didn't know. So that was no, yeah. It was just over 10 million over three channels. ESPN had almost 4 million viewers. ABC had just over 3. And NFL Network had over one which how much do you have to love the nfl network where like it's on abc and espn you're like i'm gonna watch the nfl network broadcast oh my just when people that were like where can i find it i bet they have something on nfl network yeah yeah i put it on nfl did you yeah you don't like greeny i just watched it on abc who was the who was the broadcast team on abc um booger that know. was Greeny and Booger were on ESPN. That sounds, that sounds horrible. I don't want to hear Booger ever. Ever. I fucking uh, I love Booger. I, I love like a Booger. I love on Monday Night Football when they have Booger sitting in like the overhead boom. No, they got like, rid of that. Oh, it's uh, uh, that that boom seat. Scissor lift on <laughs> yeah. like, Yo, that the thing is so, that thing is so high in the air that they had to put a fucking screen on the back of it so the people sitting in the front row can see. See it? Going yeah. On. I'd be pissed <laughs> off if big fucking stupid headed booger was sitting right in front of me. Booger, wave to the people. Uh. He's waving to the fucking lower mezzanine because he's that's so high. He's, <laughs> he's sitting in the nosebleeds. <laughs> All right, Mike, you have Champions League for us. Yes. So this week we had the first round of the semifinal games. So on Tuesday we had a wild, absolute wild game between Man City and Real Madrid. 
Man City wound up winning this game four nothing, uh, four three. They could have gone up like four nothing within the first twenty minutes of the game if it weren't for Foden and Mares just blowing opportunities. At one point in the game, there were seven total shots on goal, and there's five goals. So nice. Man City should feel like they lost this game just because they had so many more opportunities. They they were up two nothing early. Yeah, they're up two nothing very early. They scored within the first two minutes of the game. And I think their second goal came right around like the twentieth minute, if I'm not mistaken. But then Real does what Real does. They they fought back. Benzema scored off of like a hopeful cross into the box where he just kind of just ran in and played a, a nice volley to the, the side netting. And then this man has nothing but ice in his fucking veins. He missed two penalty kicks over the weekend in the league game against Asasuna. Keeper saved it twice. So what does he do when he steps up for a PK in the Champions League semifinals? The guy that's a little Panaka PK, little chipper, right down oh, the right down the side. They're gonna say he he killed a dog. <laughs> no. So buries it. Game winds up finishing. It Did was not catch the reference, man. No, I don't. Who killed the dog? Ted Lasso. Danny Ramos. Oh Ted yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my Ted Lasso fucking. I forgot about that. No, you're not. My... No one. No one knows if you're doing that because we can't fucking see you. I just oh, binge- I, I've been binging it since I'm on COVID watch. So, are you enjoying it? Yeah, it's hilarious. It is. Yeah, it's it's so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. I didn't watch the second season yet, but I, I binged the first season before your Halloween party, and it was there, fucking hysterical. There are so many like good one-liners. Like I can't even fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna have to rewatch it like a hundred times to get them. Like yeah. Higgin, Higgin, how far into it are you? I just start. I'm like three episodes into the second season. Okay, so you're like well versed on like how wonderful Roy Kent is. Roy Kent is great. Yeah, I the man. love Roy Kent. Yeah. Did you see Coach Beard's episode yet? Um, what's is it in the second season? Yeah, it's just a specific to him. Really good. No, I didn't see that. Though. Oh, it's one of my favorites. He's hilarious too. Yeah, the the guys at the pub are hilarious. The bartender's hilarious. The um, bartender's mad funny, so he's yelling at them. Yeah. Uh, I just watched the episode with the sports psychologist. Oh, All right. Or psychiatrist. I think that's right where I left off. I love the um, one in season one where they have the seance. <laughs> they burn all the bad stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so just to finish up with the game, the one gripe that I have is if. Vinicius Jr. was on any other team, he'd be talked about like he'd be like the fucking second coming. But since he's on Real Madrid, they like everyone just loves to hate on Real Madrid. Like ESPN loves Barcelona. This guy is 20 years old and he's has like 18 goals in the league. He scores a fucking banging goal in the semifinals uh, against Man City. Ends up megging Fernandinho and just like goes in like a like a 50 yard run and scores a huge goal for them. Kevin De Bruyne is probably the best fucking midfield. He's gonna Kevin De Bruyne for Man City is gonna go down as one of the best midfielders of all time. The guy is just fucking so good on the ball. If you guys watch him play, it's what he can do on the ball and his movement off the ball and just like man on the field is it's amazing thing to watch. He's gonna go down as one of the best. So so that game winded up going four three. Both defenses has terrible games. Expect to see a big improvement when they go back to the Santiago Bernabeu. Uh, they play there next Wednesday, the 4th at 3 p.m. Eastern. So so that, that should be a, a very fun conclusion to the, end of, uh, to the end of that game. On the other side, we had Liverpool versus Villarreal. Liverpool was probably 
the most dominant game ever in a semifinal of the UCL history. It was 73% possession to 27%. They had 19 shots compared to Villarreal's just one shot. Villarreal's one shot didn't even go on target. So pretty much Liverpool just played their entire game in Villarreal's half. Uh, and they scored in quick succession. They, it was an own goal in the 53rd minute, and then they scored like two minutes later in the 55th minute. They had a goal called off in the 64th, but um, it was offsides. Um, and then they play next Tuesday, the the third. I don't know where that game is, who was home and who was away, but Liverpool, has. they're going to make it through the final. They were just so fucking dominant that Villarreal does not stand a chance at all. You know who Villarreal was great against? Man, you. Chester United. Yeah. In PKs, when it goes to your keeper. Speak Stop of Man U, did you no, hear... No, let's not. No, 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 no. This is actually fucking impressive because everyone was complaining that saying, oh, that Ronaldo is the problem at Man U. My man I, has I eight of your last nine goals. 16 goals. Eight of your last nine goals. That is a wild stat. That well, one player... That's, that's the problem. I think that's the problem. Yeah. That's what I've been arguing is the problem. And I, again, it... it if okay, it's not if Ronaldo, a problem. Wait, wait, wait. If Ronaldo was not on the team, and okay, two players. If Ronaldo and De Gea were not on Man U, they would be a reg- regulation team. No. Yeah. Relegation or regulation? Relegation. Okay. No, no regulation. I, I think with Ronaldo, I've said this so many times. <laughs> the Falcons took a quarterback. Oh, good. Brandon Shaw. Uh, <laughs> Ritter from Cincinnati. They took John Ritter from Three's Company? Desmond Ritter. Oh, no, okay. I believe that. I said John Ritter died when we were in the fifth grade. <laughs> that was the first celebrity that I remember dying, and being like, "Oh, wow, mortality." <laughs> oh, <laughs> <for> eight simple <laughs> rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's all over. Eight? No, they ran it for like two more seasons. David Spade was on the show. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, eight simple rules for dating my that's teenage that's daughter, which eventually got shortened to eight simple rules. No, my thing with Ronaldo, Mike, is that. Before he came back to Man U, they finally had something going with these younger players that, oh, I thought that was gone. You know, they had just brought Sancho in, and they were starting to play much better. And I I really think he was the reason Ole was sacked, which when they hired Rangnick, it's like he's the interim. He's going to come and help out for now. And then we're going to hire another, you know, coach eventually. And he's going to still be part of the organization. It was very weird. And they finally had some momentum going. And now you have a guy that when you have all these young players, they're looking out on the when they're playing. All right, where is he? Where is he the whole time? And he needs the ball. Yeah. And I think it just stunted the growth of a lot of these players that, I mean, Rashford, uh, Sancho, right? Um, well, Greenwood, but I mean. Yeah, that's that's a little bit part of it too. Greenwood was definitely playing well before he had his issues off the field that are keeping him off the field at the moment, uh, my, for my and probably is, though, for like, some time. Did you watch the the Chelsea game? No, I did not. Was, I was at work. So work. Ronaldo and Nemanja Matic, Matic were the two best players on that fucking field for. Yeah, Matic is is leaving. And they're fucking old. Both of those guys are over 30, 32 years old. Yeah, so but I don't think this your, is a good sample of everything because i think they just know it's done no but like my point is is that you have two veteran guys that are playing their fucking hearts out and the the ones that are doing all the work 
when you should expect that from your younger guys. But when your younger guys are checking out halfway through the season. I agree with that, but I disagree with that because when, if you're a longa, right, like you know that you're the second option, even though you were hot at one point in the season when you were first brought up, you, you were, you were kind of a stud. He didn't really get the chance to flourish though, because Ronaldo's always option one. And it's, it's difficult. Like we saw Bruno Fernandez miss a PK the other day, which is not something he does normally. But when Ronaldo's the guy that starts taking your PKs and then they call Bruno's number for it, like he's probably in his head. Like Bruno was so good last year Money. and so productive Bruno, that Bruno doesn't have an excuse because he plays on the National League. No, 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 no. I, I understand that. I'm just saying, and like, that when it goes from being like... Fresh, he should not take PKs anymore. That was one of the worst fucking PKs I've ever seen. When, when... That's the only one I've ever seen him take like that. When things are trending in the direction that, like, he's... Could, he, like, at the end of last year, there was a strong argument for him to be the captain over Harry Maguire. He should be. Yes. Now... How do you do that? Like, as soon as Ronaldo comes to the team, like, with all the pomp and circumstance around it, like, Ronaldo's the, if, if Maguire's not the captain, Ronaldo's the captain. Ronaldo has another year, right? Ronaldo has one more year. I just yeah. don't see how you guys can blame your woes on Ronaldo. It's just, I'm not blaming my woes on Ronaldo. You know, you're, and blame, I, you're giving an excuse for the young guys when the young guys should just be hungrier. I agree. No, yeah, I agree, you're being, but you're being discouraged because you're playing with one of the best players to ever do it. Like that's, that's I'm not saying they're discouraged, but what I'm saying is it's not team building. Like it's not like it's like when LeBron is the player coach of a team. Like players don't grow when they're with LeBron and then go off and do their own thing. Players are successful because they're with LeBron. Like Manu scores because Ronaldo's scoring. Like look at the Cavs now. They finally are be past like the the post-LeBron era, Man U's going to have to have some time where, like, they have to rebuild it. Pogba's going to leave. Maddox's going to leave. Pogba should have left a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Pogba wanted to leave, and then he came back last year, midway through the year, well. and they were pl- and the team was playing very well. So he was like, I can get behind this. Yeah. And so, like, oh, you know what? Maybe I'm not ready to get out of here yet. Like, fuck you. Get out of here. And then Ronaldo showed up. Man U needs a, a CDM. They need a, yeah. a Ruben Neves is who they need. Like, they need a, a center defensive mid because they have all these midfielders that want to move the ball forward, but they don't have anyone fucking that's gonna break. But down you know, like attack. Fred, Donnie Thornberry. Oh my God, stop! Fred's like Fred is like he's, Fred he's is like why I don't get up on a Saturday morning to watch a fucking game at seven fifteen. He's like a box to box. He's nothing fancy. He he does the work. Well, obviously, he's, yeah. I mean, he's and McTominay isn't. Coming along like you would have hoped. He's been injured. Dude, dude those are just jags, man. Those guys are just just another guy. Yeah. I, I They do. I want them to buy Ruben Neves. And I, you know what's cool, though? I think with the new manager, Ten Hag, I think that's how you say his name. The, he was the manager of Ajax. Ajax, yeah. I think that he's going to play Van de Beek when he comes back from his loan. Donnie, Donnie. I saw that, a really cool. That's what we're missing. Of of uh, Eric DeHog, he was yelling at this twenty year old kid on Ajax, and they like translate everything, and the kid is yelling back at him at the coach, saying that like he doesn't want to get to his position, or he was just like complaining that he doesn't want to do the running, and then like two weeks later, he sends him out on loan and like basically kicks him off the team. I like that. So, I think like, Donnie. I think Donnie played for him. 
Who? Donnie. Yeah, Donnie was, yeah, brought, he was, he was brought over from Ajax, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's where he came from. Yeah, so, so I, I think, think he's, he's going to get, get some time. time. I just hope good. that, like, a, pl- yeah. a coach like that that's, like, a hardo, and, like, you have to play my way, like, kind of like a... Like I a, think that that's what they... Like, a, like hope... a Conte. Like, how Conte is, like, yeah. kind of hated in a lot of teams in the EPL because he's such, like, a, a hard-ass and wants to play his way. I just hope that Man U isn't, like, they don't have their fucking nose too far up their own asses. That they're able yeah, to I, think, I think well, Man U... Ronaldo had to have signed off on it, no? Probably, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. that's part of it, too, right? Like, it's not good to have a, a, a player that needs to be that like involved in the managerial aspects of things because he's not going to be there long term no i I was more so getting at is i think fucking rashford is like a prima donna like i don't like rashford at all he does a lot of good for like the community but no i think he's i I think this entire year he's been mentally checked out yeah i think mike's right too like dude you have the best one of the best players in the world Literally, I mean, he's, I know he's older, but you have literally a legend playing on your team. And all these guys are just like, yeah, well. I get it. I definitely get it that it's not that we shouldn't be blaming it directly on him. But it's hard when, again, you you know that he's so ball dominant. When things don't go, like, when things aren't working out, like, yeah, it's probably because other guys aren't getting opportunities, and defenses know that. I mean, their defense has also been horrible. Man, I, I know other, you're talking about other defenses, but the man used defense has been awful. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to stand by my point. Awful. If if Ronaldo wasn't on this team, Manu would not make it to the Europa. If Ronaldo and De Gea both were not on this team, they would be bottom, like bottom just table, around, uh, relegation zone. And like man, you never. Man, you never finished below seven. I have to take Mike's word on it because he knows more than me. So Ronaldo <laughs> can make goals happen out of nowhere. Like, I'm not being sarcastic either. I'm just saying, like I, I I'm new is, to it. Like, so I mean, I, I've sent you guys takes from pundits who played on Man U. Roy Keane, who is a, a, a Roy they faced Roy Kent off him. Did you know that? Makes sense. No, when they yeah. first, no, they really did. It, I'm serious. That's why his name's so they, close. When they yeah. sent Roy, when they said Roy Kent, I thought they said Roy Keane. I was like, shut the fuck up. It's okay. based off of him. Yeah. Legitimately. Yeah. So you have Roy Keane, who's like shitting on Man U and like how they're playing and like their work ethic. And you have pundits like that who are storied, successful players in who are Red Devils saying that shit. Like yeah, something's got to be happening. <laughs> well, I, I'm just, yeah. I mean, ownership's a problem too, but uh, we could talk forever about. The problems that they're having. I mean, it... don't get him sorry. Now I just—that's <laughs> funny, Brent. All right, fuck yous of the week, Brendan. What do you got? Uh, no, Mark, you're the guest. We got. Oh wait, no. Uh, do you have a top five? I have multiple. You told me to have two. <laughs> oh, I'm and sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot. Oh my god. Wait, so I'm up. Yeah, you're doing uh top five. You should mute yourself while he does it, so we don't have to hear. You breathing? <laughs> Die. Stop breathing over there. I didn't tell you to stop breathing. I said I don't want to hear it. No, huh? Con, if you had your camera off, I would have thought you were doing jumping jacks. <laughs> I thought you were on the extra bike. Even <laughs> I did used to ride the exercise bike and play video games, so. Okay. Cons all so, breath I have the top five for you, and once again, 
This is my top five and nobody else's. All right, Tom? So uh, today, the top five I have for you is the top five snacks or drinks that you had as a kid. I got a good one. All right. Uh, so you all got to guess. Then <laughs> I reveal the number five. Then you all got to guess. Reveal number four. Okay. Are you going brand names? Yeah. So a specific item. Dunkaroos. Uh, Dunkaroos are number two. <laughs> Nothing's better than a nice, almost as, graham cracker. They're not as good anymore, though. They're no, they're pretty trash now. They suck now. They really or are we it. just, do we have more sophisticated palates? Maybe. Judge Tater, let's go. Come on. Three I saw, tater. I think it was a TikTok. I saw, like, someone remake the formula for the confetti dip, and it looked fucking delicious. Yeah, I mean. It's icing. <laughs> dip. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Mike eats Tostitos scoops and icing. I'm technically (laughs) correct. (laughs) You dip a graham cracker in it. You dip it. You do dip it. It's not a it's like close to a graham cracker, but it's not a graham cracker. (laughs) Mike goes to a potluck, like I brought dip, it's just a carton of icing. (laughs) He brings that in twelve bowls of garlic. Yo, don't hate on my garlic, dude. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, you should use 10 bowls of garlic. I was like, what? Some That's some an hour of amount of garlic. <laughs> I go, Mike, you don't have minced garlic in the fridge already. He's like, nah, I like to cut my own. Legend has it. He spills mints in it. <laughs> Mike hates vampires. His, he hates them. His fingers probably still smell like garlic. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay. Right, I got uh, I got one. I got one. Okay, uh who's up? I got one. What do you got, Mike? Um Welch's fruit snacks. Come on. What? <laughs> I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Come on, you. If there's a fruit snack on it, this is not my guess, but if there's a fruit snack on it, it's Scooby Doo fruit snacks with that oh, one the blue that's like the blue that Scooby Doo. Yeah. Blue Scooby Doo and the green <laughs> mystery machine. Yes. Yeah. That is that's what it would be. That's not my guess, though. You know what's hilarious is that Mike said that, and as a teacher, they have like snacks in the lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of them's like, <laughs> one of them's Welch's fruit snacks. Yeah. And sometimes kids will have like money, and I'm like, what's wrong? Like, you don't want to go get a snack? They're like, they only have the fruit snacks. Left. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, nah, I can't get no. a snack. I'd rather eat these coins. They're like, I get those all the time. I love those. I love those for lunch. It's more about yeah. gushers than it is those things. Ooh. I got a guess. What do you got? And it's it's very Mark. Arizona green tea. Oh, as a kid? I drank it one yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. I just... I got one. What do you got? Uh, the, the Trix yogurt. No. Oh, Trix yogurt. So I love yogurt too. now. When I was a kid, hated it. Hated I yogurt. fucking love that Trix so yogurt. Not yogurt. You don't get two in a round, right? So yogurt's on there, Mike. So I get, I'm going to say number five now, okay? Because you guys got number two, Wonder Balls. Oh, Wonder Balls. Mm-hmm. I wonder when. Wonder... Yeah, they either had a ball with, with the. They had a toy in it. They had like no, sweet tarts in them. And yeah, you know, I like the sweet tarts. I like the Disney sweet tarts that would when be in we them. We were a kid that used to have a toy in them, yeah. and then it got outlawed. Yeah, because kids were eating the toy. You you put a toy in candy, and you're, like, eating 
and you just eat a toy. Isn't that why Kinder Eggs were like a problem for a little yeah. while? I vividly remember getting a Wonder Ball at Joe's Deli. <laughs> like when I was a kid, my dad bought me one, and I cracked it open, and there was a Rugrats toy. You cracked your it. teeth on it. That's how we. Yeah, I bit off Tommy's head. <laughs> That's morbid. <laughs> um, All right. All right, I, got, I got another one. I got yeah. another one. Uh, I'm going to go first. This was one of my favorite snacks, so hopefully it was one of yours, too. <clears throat> the Entenmann's Little Bites, the little muffins that came in the pack. I have snack. Little Bites on my shelf upstairs, Mike. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Mike's naming <laughs> snacks that people have now. <laughs> Mike's like, you really... 30-year-old Dude, snack. I used to have... That was in my lunch, every, my, my lunchbox, every single day when I was a kid. Every day. I ate a little... I ate Little Bites at lunch today. <laughs> that and cheese it's right and cheese it yeah that's what i had for lunch they had cheese it's and little bites uh no they're not on the list mike i didn't even think of them either step up your game um he said drinks as well yeah what about fruit roll-up Ooh, i did think about it because there was always the kid in the lunchroom who ate the whole thing at once. Oh, I ate a ball. Oh. No, no. Oh. No, you make a big tongue and you eat it without using yes. your hands. Yes. Uh, I thought about it, but it's unfortunately. Um, Khan gets one now. Don't sound so excited. <laughs> um. Well, at least you're not Mike. I'm afraid Mike's going to guess fucking Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Razor Nets next. <laughs> Razor Nets. <laughs> Capri <laughs> Sun. Um, um, oh, that's a really good one. I didn't think about it, but that was a good one. Uh, no, it's on the list. I, I so number four on my list. I got a. It's kind of like a Capri Sun, but it was the Kool Aid Jammers. They oh, remember the ones you used to stick the pill in and you'd have to shake it up and change colors? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> what <are you> <laughs> Mike? No. Wait, Fred, you you guys seriously don't remember that? She did did half her food shopping in the vitamin section. She did her other half food shopping in the future. It was the one with the guy's faces on it. (laughs) You're not doing any better. Oh, my God. Oh, Mike, I have to ask you. So, when I was a kid in the lunchroom, there was. I know. Mike, you're talking about the plastic, like, they look like glass bottles, and then. That you twist the top off. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I know it's it's change colors. Yeah, yeah. I and they had like they had like monster faces on it, or like funny yeah, guy yeah. faces on it. Yeah, yeah. like tiki faces. And yeah, like don't that. fucking talk shit to me. I don't know. <laughs> I know what I'm talking you. about. So when I was a kid in the lunchroom, there was always a kid that was Portuguese that had those little <laughs> milk things. Oh, the little yeah. Uh, um, frozen cons frozen. Is it the same thing as like you get the yogurts at like the Korean barbecue? Yes, squeeze it. Yes. So Kool Aid basically. They had their own version. They knocked them out of the market. Yeah. So Mike, there was always the kid, and they were always like, "No, I know you're talking about Mark. The little milk. This little milk thing. Yep. And dude, they would act like it was like liquid gold. Like this is the best thing ever, and I never tried one in my entire life. And I feel like it's like the golden goose. They are pretty good. Isn't it the same thing as like the Korean barbecue little milks that they have, like the yogurt drinks? Do you ever have I those? I don't know if it's Korean barbecue, but it's definitely Korean. I'm not sure. No, they're like little. I don't know. Let me pull the picture. I know what you're talking about, Mark. 
I'm really also the whitest little Portuguese milks. I'm the whitest Portuguese and Spanish person you'll ever fucking meet, so you wouldn't know from me. Little Portuguese milks. I have another guess. They're not coming up. I'll have to figure it out. They might not even be a thing. I might just no. Nah, they're definitely Paris, thing. Paris, thing. All right, wait. I, if I don't have the number one guess, I'm gonna freak out. All right, wait. Hold up. Let me give you guys number four because you guys just keep guessing. <laughs> All right, what's number four? Number four is Yuhu. Okay, that would be yeah. That makes. Sense. I drink Yuhu now. <laughs> you might be the yeah. only person. No, literally, anytime I ever go to anytime I go to like a bagel place to get like a cream cheese bagel or a Taylor ham egg and cheese, like I get a Yuhu with it. You also have a box of Smarties upstairs. A I, box. I do have a box of Smarties in the garage. Also got little bites upstairs. <laughs> and little bites. Don't talk about my little bites. They were on sale this week. Two seventy seven. All right, my guess. If this isn't on there, I'm calling fucking shenanigans. Yeah, blasphemy. Lunchables. Number one. Yeah. Thank you. Again, I actually ate a Lunchable. I ate a Lunchable like six weeks ago. God. It should be which Lunchable? Oh. The pizza. Oh, no. I'm going nachos. The best Lunchable was when they had Lunchable All-Stars and they had uncooked hot dogs. (laughs) Of course you like that one. And they had burgers, too. That was the grossest. Yes. Uh, No, the ham and cheese crackers. Ham and cheese crackers. Nah, I love the nachos one. That was my favorite. My favorite was the pizza one. Even though, like, Lunchables... The dough was so bad. First, what a scheme Lunchables are. Yeah. You buy it, and then you're like, hey, eight-year-old kid, make your own fucking lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, kids love that. Give them a task, and they love that shit. I, um, we went to... the One of the nights that we went to The Rock after the show, and I ran home, I stopped at 7-Eleven and bought a Lunchable. Yeah, that with a Flintstones vitamin and a little bites for dessert. Yeah. Um, You notice what's absent, Mike, right? The Welch's fruit snack. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I used to love those. Yeah, but... All right, so... By used to, do you mean, like, now? No, now I get get sour gummy worms. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm a grown-up now. (laughs) Yeah, I bought, bought like, a three-pound bag of sour gummy worms, and I went through them in, like, a week and a half. That's bad. I bought a three pound bag of Sour Patch Kids at BJ's the one time and I ate so many of them that the skin on my mouth started to peel and like my mouth was raw for a little while. Were you guys big Sour Kids? I didn't like I like Sour. Eat this Warhead. I was like, no. Dude, I have I have a I love it. I'm going to send you guys a picture. I have a whole. If you were a Sour Kid, you're a spicy guy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's a good assumption. Right. I loved crybabies and then the mouthwashes that you could get too. The they were like gumball jawbreakers and like the color would just completely rush off. That, those are dope. Yo, Mark, you guys want I, some warheads? Mark, I found it. Mark, you found it. Yeah. Oh. Portuguese milk. I like yeah. that Mike is asking us if we want warheads, but we can't see him on the fucking thing. It's because he's not even there. Oh, he's got a little cup of warheads. <laughs> Do you put that out when there's guests over? No, I have him next to my desk. So if I want something sour while I'm working, I'll pop one in. That's he hilarious. Wants, he wants to go. <laughs> yeah. He wants to pucker up. <laughs> okay. Why did the Mets did the Mets just throw a no hitter or perfect game? I hope not. I'm not watching. I feel like I would have gotten an alert. I don't know, but I they're they're really excited about this it game. Been like a combined combined no hitter, maybe. Let me see. Let me get Buck on the line. Please call Buck. So how many do we have left? 
Yo, that's what it is, brother. Yeah, it, that's the, it's the same thing as they have with the Korean with the Korean barbecue. If you go to a Korean barbecue or any kind of Korean spot, they'll have those. Really? Yeah, ask Frankie about them. All right, I gotta go. Then. Yeah, I don't know what those are. Um, little like yogurt drinks. They're like I uh, get it. Where you're, sa- I know what you're saying. I just, I've never seen them before. It was a no hitter. A combined. I don't know. Mark A just posted in our baseball chat because our shortstops at the game. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brendan got up to watch it. I guess. So what do we have so far, Mark? Give us a, re- a recap. You have one combined, combined no, combined no hitter. Yeah. One, two, four, five. Also, also that's, that's the, the second, second no hitter in Mets history, behind the Johan Santana no hitter that is debated because they gave. Someone. Yeah, I watched. I watched it live. It was bullshit. I think it was. I think it was bullshit. I think they gave it. He he should have gotten a different one though. Yeah, and and he got fucked. I was supposed to be at that game, and my boss at the pizzeria, not Nino's, didn't let me go. What are you doing? Ruth is trying to dig a hole through the couch to the center of the earth. (laughs) Ruth got a bad report card at daycare the other day. I can't believe it. (laughs) No, she's normally a very good girl. Yo, Mark, is uh, 3D Doritos on there? No. Honey buns. Dude, 3D Doritos. Honey buns. You bring, you bring that thing, you that twist too? the cap. Yeah. That was such a boss move in the lunchroom, too. You yeah, exactly. Whole... You would take that out and people would be like, does he have Lego Bionicles or does he have a snack? <laughs> Those like, fucking things sucked. <laughs> I hated Bionicles. They were so terrible. My brother loved Bionicles. Oh my god, my brother loved that and Transformers, and I could never like get the Transformer to like be completely transformed to the other thing. I'd have to be like, can you put this back into a car, please? You guys remember Zoids? Oh, yeah. Yes. I also had a lot of metal. I had a lot of Gundams too. Same. Okay, number three is left. You guys might not get it. Just tell us. No, no, no. Hold on. Is it a drink or a snack? It is a drink. Oh, okay. None of my guesses were drinks then. Is it Pepsi Blue? Oh, my God. Is it Balls Energy Drink? What a summer that was. (laughs) (laughs) Is it New New Coke? No. Um... Pepsi Clear. All right, wait. I, okay, no. I have a question. Can you give us a hint? What would you typically eat with this? Is it a well, it's just fruit snacks. <laughs> Nothing. It was something if you just want to like slam it. Like it's a hot summer day. You're oh, quarter drink. Quarter drink. Similar. Not a quarter drink. Amanda. From, oh, from the from the top, bro. <laughs> Amanda is just squeeze it. It's the same thing. No, Amanda's are different. No, it's the I same thing. No, they're no. Not. Yeah. I'm t- no, they're not telling you. Danielle with the assist from upstairs. She's texting me now. It's Whoa. a it's a sugar drink in a squeeze bottle, a plastic squeeze bottle. It's the same thing. No, it's not. You were talking about something where you drop a pill in it. Like, <laughs> look, those are Mondo's. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> show him the, Connor, show him the picture of the squeeze Squeeze-its, Mondo's, and Kool-Aid Jammers are all the same thing. All right, Mike. I thought you were Kool-Aid, no, Kool-Aid Jammers are closer to Capri Suns. No, they, they come in the yeah. pouch. The Kool-Aid Jammers came in the pouch, and the back oh, okay. was clear. You could see it. But, all right, well, yeah, I was on some Squeeze-It bullshit, all right? I was on all of those. Yes. Yeah, that's, the state. That's, what I, that's what we were talking about when we were talking. I thought you were, we were talking about these. Wait, hold on. What are they called? I was thinking about quarter drinks. Little barrels. Little hugs. I like chubby. <laughs> I'm getting a chubby. Oh. 
Mark. I see. But I'm thinking, I was thinking of something else. You said they had a little monster on top, Mike. Yeah, no, look at the faces. Mike's tiny little, little man. The logo were monsters, and you oh, squeezed yeah. on the bottle. There were faces. I do recall. I thought you were talking about. Let me see. Remember WWF quarter drinks? No. Uh, what no. About, what about Spice Girls lollipops? You didn't put those. Oh on. man! I almost recently bought a box of Spice Girls lollipops for my wife as a gift, so that she could have all the stickers in it. What, or the wrestling ice cream. The wrestling ice cream. What about was, fucking Flintstones push pops? Those, those are pretty good. What about uh, Welch's fruit snacks? I'm thinking of these belly washers. You remember that? Oh, belly. Oh, those are fucking <laughs> gross. Those are like little. Those are like I always I'm thought those sure were that like was infants. just apple juice, though. Yeah. I was gonna say I feel like those were a little, bef- a little like we were older than belly washers. They still have them. They put like Ball Patrol fucking characters. Yeah, I used to see them in the in the in the the walk-in fridge at uh, Quick Check, like when we were old enough to go there drunk. Yeah. They still like, I thought you were and I'd always be like, why are these hard plastic drinks? <laughs> what children are these for? <laughs> all right, well, first of all, you didn't get the brand right, so I was a Mondo guy. Okay. You're wrong, Mike. Uh, <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> Squeezes were better. Mondo's, the, it was too Honestly, hard of plastic. I didn't know the fucking brand, so I just drank whatever came in the bottle. <laughs> like, solely drank belly washes. With his, well, just fucking fruit, fruit snacks. Because he was happy juice. <laughs> that fruit snacks, Flintstones vitamins. <laughs> like, no, don't like, hit Mike, the eat your fruit snacks, but it's just vitamins. <laughs> oh my god, I can buy a box of them. Someone has these still sealed? A box of what? They're $225 a box. Yeah, I look Of them, what? Yeah. WWF Body about. Slam Quarter Drinks. Oh, the quarter drinks. Oh my god. How is it not congealed into like a solid state of sugar? Yeah, it probably is, but Vader and Stone Cold Steve Austin are on the packaging. I work with a guy who looks like Vader. That's cool. Is he is he Frankie Stacchino's dad? Was he on Boy Meets World? Yeah, that's what I'm he had to he, uh, he got his stomach stapled. He's like, you don't scare me, Leslie. He's like, you got me this time, Feeny. But next time I see you, you, me. Texas Deathmatch. Loser leaves town. <laughs> Alright, Mark, you're the guest. Fuck you of the week. Alright. My... Uh, you know what? I gotta get worked up. Somebody else. <laughs> I defer. <laughs> I have a quick one. This <laughs> is me getting worked up for him. Because Glaber... Because so Glaber Borez just fucking hit a tour on Homer. Borez. All right, I'll start. Uh, I have two this week. Actually, I have three. Um, number one is the Peloton class instructor that my wife used the other day. It was like a pop punk class, and every time I look for you by Blink One Eighty Two was on, and when the bass solo started, the instructor just started talking, and I was like, "Can you shut the fuck up, dude? Like Mark Hoppus is about to rip this sick ass bass solo, and all I can hear is you going, keep pedaling." Like, shut the fuck up. And I, I didn't, I wasn't even taking the class. I was downstairs cooking dinner and it pissed me off. Trying to Have you ever done a spin That's the essence of, because I, I, his words are going to, his words are going to give me, like, the juice I need to finish this class. No, this sick-ass bass solo is about to. 
Well, he was trying to pump you up to work off the little bites. Stop it. You know they're only 120 <laughs> calories a pack. He was trying to get you through making dinner. I was, I was doing fine making dinner. I was watching the draft. I was getting hyped up. I mean, buffalo chicken meatballs, they were delicious. Number two, fuck you of the week, is to those little circulars, like the penny savers that they pass around in towns, like, and they leave on your doorstep. Because I feel like they always have coupons in them. Like when you're like, if you skim through it before you throw it out, you're like, "That's a good coupon." But like, am I ever really gonna bring a coupon to White Castle? <laughs> like that's sad. Like someone's like, "Oh, I can get two for one chicken rings if I bring you this coupon to White Castle." No, they're not for crave cases. It's like buy one get one double cheeseburger. Like I have a dollar eighty. I'll just buy the cheeseburger. <laughs> My third and final fuck you of the week is Skylar School Kids. Yo, why are you hating on me? Come on. I don't know. I thought of it before. I I made a joke about Skyler School before, and I was like, you know what? Fuck Skyler School, kids. I'm going to make that a fuck you of the week. Skyler School had some fucking crazy people. Like, if you think of the people that went to Skyler School, a lot of them are fucking crazy. Yeah. That's why I'm I'm glad I didn't go to school there. (laughs) I went to a school with a rusted pool. I can't believe we had a fake swimming. That's fucked up. I didn't take it three times. <laughs> Six, seven, and eight grade. It's not like I failed. Like over here, can't swim. They just made us do it every year. I imagine like, Lincoln Pool is like very similar to like the pool that we had at our at our Airbnb, where it just reeks of chlorine. Yeah, uh, it's, it's thick water. Yeah, it's it's thick water. It's like the pool at Harris. If you hit it, if you hit it the wrong angle, you bounced out. <laughs> It's, it's actually a book propelled. You skipped across the water. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I, I was here, a bunch of bunch of little kids go get naked and then get in the pool. <laughs> then we got a shower after too. Like, yeah, because if you did it, you'd fucking singe people's nose hair with the chlorine smell. Fuck that. All right, that's my fuck use this week. Uh, Brendan, what do you got? My fuck you of the week is the NFL, as I previously stated. I've been waiting um, with faded breath. <laughs> Why the fuck did Chris Angel Mind Freak open up the second round of the fucking <laughs> hanging upside down, escaping from a straitjacket like one of those Halloween decorations, just shaking like, and then he gets out. Mind Freak. Did you see the first round? It's like I don't under. Yeah, I seen the first. I I, I don't he understand. He was involved in the first round too. I don't. I just don't understand why they need these stupid gimmicks like. This guy was popular in like 2006, and now he's hovering above a well, stage. He has, uh, how do you transition? Lesson. How do you transition from a man upside down in a straitjacket to Roger Goodell? Well, he does. I think, he, I think he'll go to any extent to not be booed. That's what I think. I think he was so, trying to get his mind freaked. <laughs> fuck the NFL and fuck Roger Goodell. My wife just texted me and said I'm classist for saying bad things about coupons. <laughs> I said, White Castle coupons is classist? Yeah. And she said yes. So, sorry. Maybe I should get suspended for two years. Con said, I ain't broke, I ain't going woke. <laughs> I did not say that. I don't know what that means. Mike, what's your fuck you of the week? Is it webcams because you don't have one? No. <laughs> I have a quick one. My, my fuck you this week is just cough drops in general. Cough drops, I've been eating them like candy, and there's no fucking happy medium. It either tastes like I'm fucking smoking a pack of fucking Newport Hundreds, or <laughs> New piece. Or, or I'm or I'm eating candy. So there's no in between. They're just fucking garbage. They they help, but have you ever had it with a mask on? 
What? With like a mask. Like I had to wear, when I was teaching, I had to wear a mask, and I, I had a cough drop one day, and I burnt my eye <laughs> from the menthol. Uh, what kind of cough drops are you going with? You exhaled, um, and then you cleared your nose out. Honestly, I don't even know. It's whatever. Some sucrets. Nah, it's all about Ludens. Ludens. No, Ludens tastes like candy. Ludens is candy. <laughs> Which is the one that came out and said it? They're like, yeah. What's, what's the up, one candy? that comes in the little box in like the wax bag? Is that Ludens? Ludens. That's yeah. Ludens. Yeah. yeah, one of the first times I ever got. That's old people I, shit. I bought Ludens. That's how you know it's candy. <laughs> Literally. Mark, was Loonies number six on your top five? Dude, we used to buy them at Joe's Deli in, like, Garfield school days, and, like, it, it was candy. Like, everyone was like, yo, you got the cherry Ludens, and you ate them. It was candy. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't cough drops. All right, Mark. My fuck you? Yeah, are you revved up enough? Is, is yeah, my fuck done? you? Yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done. Right. I said I'm sorry. I, I, the obvious one is getting... Is COVID, but it, it doesn't really bother me that much. Honestly, I ever had it's COVID. a yo. I, I had to tell work I had COVID, and they're like, "No, like you could just still be testing positive." I'm like, "They're like you tested positive like a couple weeks ago." I was like, "I tested positive last year," <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, it's like all right, this is a new case then. Let me start a file." I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, you think I was trying to ride out COVID for a month? <laughs> you stupid." Also, like, no, I'm sick. I was like, sick, I'm, dude. That's I what I'm saying. Like, I'm off. telling you, I'm sick. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I'm on the phone with you right now. Like, I'm about to hang up. All right, my fuck you. Yeah. All right, my fuck you of the week is traveling. That baby possum by the pool. <laughs> <laughs> what was your fuck you, Mark? Traveling. My flight out of Austin. I had a great time in Austin, but my flight out was at 6 a.m. So I left. The Airbnb at like 3.15, thinking like, all right, I'll get there. You know, security, I don't know, it's spring break. I got through security in seven minutes, <laughs> literally. And I was just like, nothing's open. Like, what am I even going to do? So I took a nap. I get on my flight. I had a connecting flight in Atlanta. I land there. It was supposed to be an hour layover. And I go towards my flight. Literally, I, the a- Atlanta airport is enormous, by the way. Oh, really? Enormous. It's a straight line, at least the wing I was in, and it's so long. Like, it has to be a mile, literally. And I get to my gate, and five minutes after that, they're like, yeah, well, we're having mechanical issues with the plane, so um, we're going to have to delay the flight at least an hour. So I fall asleep, and I have my headphones on. I wake up, and there's no one near the (laughs) gate I was at. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I missed my flight, man. So I walk over to the desk, and the lady's like, oh, we changed the gate. It's gate whatever. And I, I'm like, I had landed at a far gate, so I knew. I was like, this is like a 15-minute walk over to this other gate. So I get over there. It's delayed another half an hour. Whatever. I get on the flight. It's fine. I land at JFK, and I'm like, oh, I don't have anyone to pick me up. This isn't good. An Uber was $150. I was like, I'm not doing that after I just spent a lot of money in Austin. So I took a mass transit home. Oh, my God. I rode the – I took the air train from JFK to Jamaica Station, took the LI double R to Penn Station, took the A downtown to Fulton Street, which I thought was still connected with the World Trade. It's not. So I got out. 
And I was like, where's the Oculus? Like, where is this thing? So I just have luggage. I'm, like, still drunk slash hungover, kind of, because I had an hour of sleep before mm-hmm. all this. So I'm walking. I stop, got a coffee. I get on. I get to World Trade, take the path to Harrison. I have to go get my car and Carney and the puppy. I didn't get home in Jersey City until like five o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't get home. What time did you land? Dude, I, I didn't get home. At JFK, one thirty. Oh, and you gained time. I didn't get home until one yeah. thirty in the morning. Jeez. I sat, had COVID. Air- I sat in the airport for eight fucking hours. And then I got on a plane. We boarded on the plane. Mechanical issues. I sat in that plane for an hour before we left. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. And then then I get to Newark Airport, and they threw six different planes baggages on the same carousel. So I had to wait, <laughs> wait at the carousel. And I'm, I'm in the airport. I'm just like, I just, I'm dying of COVID. I'm fucking, I'm like, I'm just, there's like a zillion fucking people. There's people from Disney World. There was a guy with a fedora with Mickey ears on it. And I'm like, oh God. you're just ridiculous. You're a ridiculous person. There was fucking kids riding the carousel. I was like, please. I was like, I'm, I was like, <laughs> riding the carousel. No, was you there? <laughs> no, that was in Austin. And I finally, I order an Uber. The Uber is like fucking 10 miles away. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I finally get home. I have to shower because I spent eight hours in the airport. I sat at my, I went to the gate that my my flight was leaving from and I watched six other planes leave. People came, they got on the plane and left. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Mike, how was your flight home? We were, I was good. We, yeah. smooth sailing. Randy was a nice guy and picked up me and Rick. It was great. Well, says fruit snacks for everyone. You flew yeah, Rick? Flights yeah. Did you have buzz balls? No, no buzz balls. We're on United. Well, I didn't have them on Spirit either. D- yeah. The- oh, you flew Spirit too? No, no, no. no. <laughs> Dan did. What, Rick? Yo, Wait, Mark, Mark, what did you fly back? Delta, which was awesome. I never flew Delta. And, and Brent, nice. you flew JetBlue? I flew JetBlue. Yo, gotta go to United. I gotta just not go anywhere ever again. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I had a lot of fun though. There was these two guys trying to get. They're trying to scan their boarding passes at the one Spirit plane that was going to Fort Lauderdale, and the lady was like, "You don't have, you don't have a ticket to this plane." And they're like, "What?" <laughs> they're like, "It's right here." He's like, "They're like, no, that's not a ticket." He's like, "Well, then what the." Yeah. <laughs> 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 and there's these two guys like arguing with this lady and like. She doesn't know what's going on. She gets the manager, and then like, like, he's like, "Well, I don't understand. How do I just not have a flight?" And they're like, "I don't know, but you don't have one." And I was like, "Damn, spirits fucked up." And they just let these two guys get on. I was like, "What the fuck? I thought they didn't have a flight." <laughs> they're flying the plane. <laughs> they were the pilots. They're like, "Guy, you can get on, but you gotta fly." It. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week. Next week, we have the NHL playoffs start on Monday, so we'll get into that, and we will have the NBA playoffs, and Champions League second leg is this coming week, so we will have our two teams for the final of the Champions League, so we don't know who the guest is next week, but we'll see you then. Hopefully, no one has COVID then. Should be good.
All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, Mark. Bye, guys. No problem.